to you, Prabhuji. Please. Hmm. So thank you very much for inviting me to your wonderful association. So today's subject is about heaven and hell. So sometimes people question uh, this, uh, what do we say, this, whether there is such a thing called heaven or there's such a thing called hell. Hmm. Because they think this is all some mythological kind of a perception that has been put into the mind of the uh, worshippers so that they will be frightened to accept uh, an authority like God, you know. So this is how the atheistic people kind of... Um, labor, those people who are surrendering to God. And there's also people who think that by putting fear in the heart of people, that there's some element called hell, then they will also try to become frightened to surrender to God, you know. So these are all the kind of, uh, I would say, uh, perception that been put into the uh, so-called uh, belief system. But actually, this term heaven and hell has been used by Lord Krishna himself. So we first covered the heavenly aspect. You know? So he says here in the Bhagavad Gita, He used the word here, Swarga. Hmm? See here. So the word Swarga is used, and Swarga means heaven. And heaven is the place where all the demigods reside. No. So all the places from the earthly planet upwards up to the world to the planet of Brahma are termed as heavenly planets. Hmm? So it is not some kind of a speculation. So there is an abode called heaven or heavenly abode. That's also here. From the highest planet in the material world down to the lowest of places of misery. From the highest planet, material world, 
So this uh, material world from the earth, you have seven planetary up and seven planetary down, the 14 planetary system. So heavenly planet is above the earthly planet. No? And Krishna also speaks about how to go there. Hmm? If it is some kind of a mythology, then why would the Lord speak about it? Hmm? Doesn't make any sense. Hmm? So this now we have read that verse, it says here that those who those who study the Vedas and drink the Soma juice, seeking the heavenly planet, worshipping indirectly, purified of sinful reaction, they take birth in the pious heavenly planet of Indra, where they enjoy godly delights. So see here. They take birth on the pious heavenly planet of Indra where they enjoy godly delights. So a heavenly planet is there. Hmm? And the king of heavenly planet is Indra. His king is name is also mentioned. So all this comes to point that there is such a thing called the heavenly planets. Uh, it is not some kind of a made-up story, you know. Then how to go there is also explained. Those who study the Vedas and drink the Soma juice, seeking the heavenly planets, worship me indirectly. So this is a system how to go there also. Hmm? See? So those who study the Vedas, can you read this purport? Anyone? Yeah, Hare Krishna Jagan Prabhu. Hare Krishna Prabhu. The word Tri Vidya <coughs> refers to the three Vedas, Sama, Azure, and Rut. <coughs> a Brahmana who has studied these three Vedas is called a Tri Veda, Triveda, Trivedi. <coughs> Anyone who is very much attached to knowledge derived from these three Vedas is respect in society. Unfortunately, there are many great scholars of the Vedas who do not know the ultimate purport of studying them. Therefore, Krishna herein declares himself to be the ultimate goal for the Trivedis. Actual Trivedis take shelter under the lotus feet of Krishna and engage in pure devotional service to satisfy the Lord. Devotional service begins with the chanting of the Hare Krishna mantra and side by side trying to understand Krishna in truth. Unfortunately, those who are simply official students of Vedas become more interested in offering sacrifices, sacrifices to the different demigods like Indra and Chandra. By such endeavor, the worshippers of different demigods are certainly purified of the contamination of the lower qualities of nature and are thereby elevated to the higher planetary systems or heavenly planet, planets known as Maharloka, Janaloka, Tapaloka, etc. Once situated on those higher planetary systems, one can satisfy his senses hundreds of thousands of times better than on this planet. So you see here, hmm? 
how to go is by offering sacrifices hmm? and you worship the demigods you go to the heavenly planet hmm? Hmm? Okay. Want to worship the demigods? Will take birth among the demigods. So, if you desire to go to the heavenly planet, then this is how you can go there. Hmm. <clears throat> well, you can see. <clears throat> what happens in the heavenly planet? Hmm? Shall I read, Prabhupada? Yes. If, if one on at if one if. If on earth one performs sacrifices for the satisfaction of the demigod, he goes to the heavenly planets, where just like the demigod, just like a demigod, he enjoy all of the heavenly pleasures he has earned by his performances. Having achieved the heavenly planets, the performer of ritualistic sacrifices travels in a glowing airplane which he obtains as a result of his piety on earth. <clears throat> Being glorified by the songs sung by the Gandharvas and addressed in wonderful, wonderfully charming clothes, he enjoys life <clears throat> and dressed in wonderfully charming clothes, he enjoys life surrendered by heavenly goddesses. Accompanied by heavenly women, the enjoyer of the fruits of Sacrifices goes on pleasure, <coughs> pleasure rides in a wonderful aeroplane, which is decorated with the circles of tinkling bells, <coughs> and which flies wherever he desires. Being relaxed, comfortable, and happy in the heavenly pleasure gardens, he does not consider that he is exhausting the fruits of his piety and will soon fall down to the mortal world. So you see here, this is the result of going there. They have so much of uh, plane rides, you know, Vimanam. They go to different, different gardens, pleasure gardens. I think you must have read the story of Jaya and Vijay. I'm sorry, uh, Manigriva and Alakwara, correct? Hmm? They were enjoying in the heavenly gardens, yes? Hmm? So there they were intoxicated by the heavenly beverage, uh, Soma, Soma Raj. Hmm? And they were surrounded with many, many beautiful women. Hmm? So these descriptions are all there in the heavenly plan. Hmm? Yes. I think the description is here. You can see. Hmm?
they were enjoying their lives in heaven. Can read. Sukadeva Goswami said, O King Parikshit, because the two sons of Kubera had been elevated to the association of Lord Shiva, of which they were very much proud, they were allowed to wander in a garden attached to Kailasa Hill, on the bank of the Mandakini River. Taking the advantage of this, they used to drink a kind of liquor called Varuni, accompanied by women singing after them. They would wander in that garden of flowers, their eyes always rolling in intoxication. So you see, this is the place huh, in the heaven, how they enjoying heavenly pleasures. Hmm? You can see here. Within the waters of the Mandakini Ganges, which were crowded with gardens, gardens of lotus flowers, the two sons of Kuvera would enjoy angles just like two male elephants enjoying the water with female elephants. Hmm. So these are the pleasures of the heaven, you know. Hmm. So there is so much of a I would say so much uh, enjoyment. Accompanied by heavenly women, the enjoyer of the fruits of the sacrifices goes on pleasure rides in a wonderful airplane which is decorated with the circus of twinkling bells and which flies wherever he desires. Being relaxed, comfortable and happy in the heavenly pleasure gardens, he does not consider that he is exhausting the fruits of his piety and will soon fall down to the mortal world. Oh yeah. Once your piety is finished, you have to come back to this material earth again. Hmm? And he doesn't know that this is so quick, you know. Hmm? Until his pious results are used up, the performance, performer of sacrifice enjoys lives in the heavenly planets. When the pious results are exhausted, however, he falls down from the pleasures, pleasure garden of heaven, being moved against his desires by the force of eternal time. Hmm. So you see how heavenly pleasure is not permanent. Hmm? Sometimes they think that they go to heaven and they stay there forever. No. This is not the situation. In the Vedas, it is says this heavenly planet where the demigods stay, you can stay there as long as your piety is there. When your pious results are used up, as it says here, hmm? 
When the pious results are exhausted, he falls down. Back here again to the material world. So this is the heaven. Hmm? Yes. Hmm. So it is not a permanent thing, going there and enjoying, and then when your piety is finished, you have to come down again. Hmm? So what kind of a deal is that? Hmm? I don't think uh, that's uh, something that uh, you want to go and enjoy. You cannot stay there permanently. Hmm? So I don't think it's very intelligent. Similarly, up there, heavenly planets, they are demigods who are devotees of Krishna. They enjoy hmm, with the understanding that God is there. You know, that's heaven. But there's another heavenly system also where they enjoy without the consciousness of God. So, so they don't have any fear. This is called Birva Swarga. You know? this, is, this is where the demons, you know, they go there to enjoy this so-called... Huh? The different kind of heaven, you know. This is for the demons, you know. Can you read? Sure, bro. In these seven planetary systems, which are also known as the subterranean heavens, Bila Swarga, there are very beautiful houses, gardens, and places of sense enjoyment, which are even more opulent than those in the higher planets because that demons have a very high standard of sensual pleasure, wealth, and influence. Most of the residents of these planets, who are known as Daityas, Danavas, and Nagas, live as householders. Their wives, children, friends, and society are all fully engaged in illusory material happiness. The sense enjoyment of the demigods is sometimes disturbed, but the residents of these planets enjoy life without disturbances. Thus, they are understood to be very attached to illusory happiness. So this is another kind of heaven, but is where the uh, demons stay, you know, those who are demonic, you know. Can you read on? My dear Beneath this earth are seven other planets known as Atala, Vitala, Suttala, Tala, Tala, Mahatala, Rasatala, and Patala. I have already explained the situation of the planetary systems of the earth. The width and length of the seven lower, lower planetary systems are calculated to be exactly, exactly the same as those of earth. Hmm. So this is another kind of heavenly planet, no? where there is no consciousness of God and the enjoyment is much more than heaven. This is where the demons stay in. My dear King, in the imitation, in the imita in the imitation heavens known as Bilaswarga, there is a great demon named 
Maya Danava, who is an expert artist and architect. He has constructed many brilliantly decorated cities. There are many wonderful houses, walls, ga gates, assembly houses, temples, yards and temple compounds, as well as many hotels serving as residential quarters for foreigners. The houses for the leaders of these planets are constructed with the most valuable jewels and they are always crowded with the living entities known as Nagas and Asuras as well as many pigeons, parrots and similar birds. All in all, these imitation heavenly cities are most beautifully situated and attractively decorated. The parks and gardens in the artificial heavens surpass in beauty those of upper heavenly planets. The trees in those gardens, embraced by creepers, bend with heavy burden of twig, twigs with fruits and flowers, and therefore they appear extraordinarily, extraordinarily beautiful. That beauty could attract anyone and make his mind fully blossom in the pleasure of sense gratification. There are many lakes and reservoirs with clear, transparent water, agitated by jumping fish and decorated with many flowers such as lilies, kuvalayas, kahlaras and blue and red lotuses. Pair of chakravakas and many other water birds nest in the lakes and always enjoy in a happy mood, making sweet, pleasing vibrations that are very satisfying and conduct to, to enjoyment of the senses. So you can see everything here, the bird, the flower, the fish, everything is there also. Hmm? So what difference is that? Since there is no sunshine in those subterranean planets, time is not divided into days and nights and consequently fear produced by time does not exist. See, there's no time there because there's no day and no night. Hmm? There's no sunshine. So how they get light? Many great serpents reside. Uh, many great serpents reside there with gems on their hoods, and the effulgence of these gems dissipates the darkness, darkness in all directions. So there are many snakes, you know, these uh, giant snakes with many hoods have very, uh, you know, jewels on their hood that emanate light. Hmm? And this light from the germs, uh, they dissipate all the darkness. In other words, there is no night also. Because this light from the snake is, you know, giving... Since the residents of these planets drink and bathe in juices and elixirs made from wonderful herbs, they are free from all anxieties and physical diseases. They have no experience of grey hair, wrinkle or invalidity. Their bodily lusters do not fade. Their perspiration does not cause a bad smell and they are not troubled by fatigue or by lack of energy or enthusiasm due to old days. See, practically they are like heaven also. 
So, but this side is all demons. The demonic people stay here. And the atmosphere is also very heavenly. They, they live very auspiciously and do not fear death from anything but death's established time, which is the effulgence of the Sudarshan Chakra of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So the Sudarshan Chakra goes down and, you know, kind of uh, kills them, you know, time to time. Hmm? You want to read the purport? Yes, Prabhu. This is uh, the... Vini, Vini Mataji can uh, continue. Thank you, Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Uh, this is the defect of material existence. Everything in the, everything in the subterranean heavens is very nicely arranged. There are well-situated residential quarters. There is a pleasing atmosphere and there are no bodily inconveniences or mental anxieties. But nevertheless, those who live there have to take another birth according to karma. Persons whose mindsets are dull cannot understand the defect of a materialistic civilization aiming at material comforts. One may make his living conditions very pleasing. very pleasing for the senses but despite all favorable conditions one must be in due course of time meet death the members of a demonic civilization endeavor to make their living conditions very comfortable but they cannot check death the influence of the Sudarsh sudarshan chakra will not allow their so-called material happiness to endure so the lord you know is sent his sudarshan chakra in time to time to kill the this so-called demons, you know. When the Sudarshan disk enters those provinces, the pregnant wives of the demons have all have miscarriages due to fear of its effulgence. My dear king, now I shall describe to you the lower planetary system one by one, beginning from Atal. In Atal, there is a demon, the son of Maya Danava, Danuva, Maya Danuva, Maya Danuva named Bala, uh, who created 96 kinds of mystic power. Some so-called yogis and swamis take advantage of this mystic power to cheat people even today. Simply by yawning, the demon Bala created three kinds of women known as Swarini, Kamini and Pumskali. The Swarini like to marry men from their own group and the Kaminis marry men from any group. And the Pumskalis change husbands one after another. If a man enters the planet of Atala, these women immediately capture him and induce him to drink an intoxicating beverage made with a drug known as Hatak, cannabis indica. This intoxicant endows the man with great sexual prow prowess of which the women take advantage for enjoyment. 
a woman will enchant him with attractive glances intimate words smiles of love and then embraces in this way she induces him to enjoy sex with her to her full satisfaction because of his increased sexual power the man thinks himself stronger than 10000 elephants and considers himself most perfect indeed illusioned and intoxicated by false pride he thinks himself god ignoring impending death so this is what is there in this bilbas swarga you know ultimately all ends up in this so called sex life that is the highest material enjoyment hmm? the next planet below atal is vital wherein lord shiva who is known as the master of gold mines lives with his personal associates the ghosts and similar living entities lord shiva as the progenitor engages in sex with bhavani the progenitress to produce living entities and from the mixture of their vital fluid the river named hataki is generated when fire being made to blaze by the wind drinks of this river and then sizzles and spits it out it produces gold called hataka the demons who lived who live on that planet with their wives decorate themselves with various ornaments made from that gold and thus they live very happily so this is another planet in the you know bilvaswarga below the planet vital is another planet known as sudal where great son of maharaj virokana bali maharaj who is celebrated at the most pious king resides even now for the welfare of indra the king of heaven lord vishnu appeared in the form of a dwarf brahmachari as the son of aditi and tricked bali maharaj by begging only for three pieces of land but taking all the three worlds being very pleased with bali maharaj for giving all his possessions the lord returned his kingdom and made him richer than the opulent king indra even now bali maharaj engages in devotional service by worshiping the supreme personality of godhead in the present planet so in this planet is exceptional here bali maharaj is a very great devotee of uh, vamana dev Vamana Dev is there in this planet, engaging as a doorkeeper, and here all the residents are, you know, very much devoted to the Lord. My dear King, Bali Maharaj donated. all his possessions to the supreme personality of godhead vaman dev but one should certainly not conclude that he achieved his great worldly opulence in bilas swarg as a result of his charitable 
disposition, the supreme personality of Godhead, who is the source of life for all living entities, lives within everyone as the friendly super soul and under his direction, a living entity enjoys or suffers in the material world. Greatly appreciating the transcendental qualities of the Lord, Bali Maharaj offered everything at his lotus feet. His propose, his propose, however, was not to gain anything material, but to become a pure devotee. But to become a pure devotee, for a pure devotee, the door of liberation is automatically opened. One should not think that Bali Maharaj was given too much material opulence merely because of his charity. When one becomes a pure devotee in love, he may also be blessed with a good material position by the will of the Supreme Lord. However, one should not mistakenly think that the material opulence of a devotee is the result of his devotional service. The real result of devotional service is the awakening of pure love for the Supreme Personality of Godhead, which continues under all circumstances. Can someone else read? If one who is embraced, if one who is embraced by hunger, or who falls down or stumbles, chants the holy name of the Lord even once, willingly or unwillingly, he is immediately freed from the reactions of his past deeds. Karmis entangled in material activities face many difficulties in the practice of mystic yoga and other endeavors to achieve that same freedom. So here is a difference between the devotee and the non-devotee. If the devotee who is embarrassed by hunger or falls down and stumbles and chants the holy name of the Lord, even once willingly or unwillingly, he is immediately free from the reaction of his deeds. Whereas the karmis entangled material activities face many difficulties in the practice of mystigo and other endeavors to achieve that same freedom. Practically, they don't achieve that freedom at all. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is situated in everyone's heart as the super soul, sells himself to his devotees, such as Narad Muni. In other words, the Lord gives pure love to such devotees and gives himself to those who love him purely. Great self-realized mystic yogis, such as the four Kumaras, also derive great transcendental bliss from realizing the super soul within themselves. So this is how the Lord is uh, favoring, you know, Bali Maharaj in the Sutala, the Sutala planet. You know, there of course is a devotee, whereas below that you can see here there's another planet. Anyone want to read? Um, beneath the planet known as Sutal is another planet called Talatal which is ruled by the Dhanav demon named Maya. Maya is known as the Acharya, master of all the Maya Mayavis, who can invoke the power of sorcery for the benefit of three worlds, of the three worlds, Lord Shiva, who is also known as Tirupurari, once set fire, 
to the three kingdoms of Maya, but later, being pleased with him, he returned his kingdom. Since that time, Maya Danav has been protected by Lord Shiva, and therefore he falsely thinks that he need not fear the Sudarshan Chakra of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The, the planetary system below Taladal is known as Mahatal. It is the abode of many hooded snakes, descendants of Kadru, uh, who are always very angry. The great snakes who are prominent in Kuhaka, uh, Taksaka, Kaliya, Susena, the snakes in Mahatal are always disturbed by the fear of Garud, the carrier of Lord Vishnu. But although they are full of anxiety, some of them nevertheless sport with their wives, children, friends, and relatives. So this is another planet, Mahatala. Mm -hmm. All these are all subterranean and heavenly planets. Hmm? Beneath Mah Beneath Mahatala. Mahatal is the planetary system known as Rasatal, which is the abode of the demonic sons of Titi and Danu. They are called Panis, Nivata, Kavachas, Kaleyas, and Hiranyapuravasis, those living in Hiranyapura. They are all enemies of the demigods and they reside in holes like snakes. From birth, they are extremely powerful and cruel. And although they are proud of their strength, they are always defeated by the Sudarshan Chakra of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who rules all the planetary systems. When a female messenger from Indra named Sarama chants a particular curse, the serpentine demons of Mahatal become very afraid of Indra. Beneath Rasatal is another planetary system known as Patal or Naglok, where there are many demonic serpents, the masters of Naglok, such as Sankha Kulika, Mahasankha, Saveta, Dhananjaya, Dhritarashtra, sorry, uh, Dhritarashtra, Sankha Chuda, Kambhala, Aswatra, Devdatta. The chief among them is Vasugi. They are all extremely angry and they have many, many hoods. Some snakes, five hoods, some seven, some ten, others a hundred and others a thousand. These hoods are bedecked with valuable gems and the light emanating from the gems illuminates the entire planetary system of Bilaswarga. So you can see these seven uh, planets. Hmm? Tala, tala. Starting from ending with Patala, all are like heavenly planets, even more than heaven. They are not hellish, they have a lot of enjoyment there. And there's no, what we say, obedience to God. So sense gratification is the max there. But even then, those people are there, they are killed they again have to come back to this material earth. Hmm? So you can see how there are two different kind of heavenly situation. Above the earth is the heavenly planet where the demigods all are staying. Hmm? There are seven planetary systems. 
above the earth, you know. And then below the earth, again, there are another seven. Hmm? All this sutala, tala, tala, like that. Hmm? So you see how the situation, both are actually heavenly also. And not only that, even they are in the Jambu date, it's all divided into different, different, like uh, this Anuman, they all come from uh, different places, you know, on this, in the, uh, the Palakshadip, Jambudip, you know. And there also they live for 10,000 years in a very happy state of life. You know. Actually, the suffering is very much concentrated mostly in the earthly planet where people live full of anxiety. Hmm. You can see this is how the whole thing is divided. Hmm. <coughs> Therefore, uh, mostly the whole planetary system there is mostly enjoyment everywhere except <clears throat> the hellish planetary system. <laughs> and, <clears throat> and in fact, the Earth, which has got uh, you can read here, there are different heavenly abode also. So you want to read this? Uh, Vrinda Mataji, thank you very much. Um, sorry, um, yeah. Vrinda Mataji, if you can take over, please. And uh, others, please, uh, considering the time left, uh, we will need four more volunteers. So please confirm on the chat. Thank you. Please continue, Mataji. Uh, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Uh, in Jambudvipa, uh, there are nine divisions of land each with a length of 9,000 yojanas, 72,000 miles. There are eight mountains that mark the boundaries of these divisions and separate them nicely. So they all have got, you know, you know, It's like an heavenly situation also in this section divided. <clears throat> the residents of the material world who enjoy the products of these flowing rivers have no wrinkles on their body and no gray hair. They never feel fatigue and perspiration does not give their bodies a bad odor. They are not afflicted by old age, disease, or, or untimely death. They do not suffer from chilly, cold, or scorching <coughs> heat. Nor do, their, nor do their bodies lose their luster. They all live very happily without anxieties until death. 
So you can see, <clears throat> even in these other places, in the Jambu Deep and other deepers, they all, you know, actually have got no anxieties. <clears throat> they all live, you know, for 10,000 years of their life. <coughs> These 12 verses, you know. In these eight uh, varshas or tracts of land, human beings live 10,000 years according to earthly calculations. All the inhabitants are almost like demigods. They have the bodily strength of 10,000 elephants. Indeed, their bodies are as sturdy as thunderbolts. The youthful duration of their lives is very pleasing. And both men and women enjoy sexual union with great pleasure for a long time. After years of sensual pleasure, when a balance of one year of life remains, the wife conceives a child. Thus, the standard of pleasure for the residents of these heavenly regions is exactly like that of the human beings who live during Treta Yoga. So you see, there's so many kind of <clears throat> heavenly pleasures in this whole material earth, I mean, creation of the Lord. Below the earth, they're also enjoying life. Huh? In the Jambu deep and, you know, Paksha deep and so many deep, they also enjoy life like this. Only in the earthly planet, a person is full of anxiety. A human being. Okay, now I think we have explained at length this heavenly pleasure. Now we will go to hell. Is there anything called hell? Krishna uses hell, the word hell. Hmm? Here. He says here, Naraka, hmm? Naraka Sedam, Naraka here. Hmm? So you see here, so Naraka, so is the word is used also by Lord Krishna. That means it's not some fiction. That means there's a place called hell, hmm? right? It is not that, you know, it's imaginary just to scare people. It is explained like this. Hmm? Hmm? You can read. There are three gates leading to this hell. Lust, anger and greed. Every sane man should give up these for they lead to the degradation of the soul. So the, the, the journey to hell is also described that not only the place called hell, so how one ends up there, it's also explained here. If one keeps himself in this three kinds of uh, modes, being lusty, full of anger, and full of greed, then he's actually a good candidate for going to hell. Hmm. And not only that, 
if one tries to enjoy sense gratification to the max, he is also a candidate to hell. Hmm? Thus, perplexed by various anxieties and bound up by a network of illusions, they become too strongly attached to sense enjoyment and fall down into hell. Hmm. So you can see how. No, it's not. Uh, it's not something fiction, you know. That there's no such thing. It's all made-up story to frighten. Ah, uh, people. Hmm? You can see how a person uh, goes to hell. Hmm? If a human being is engaged in sinful, irreligious activities. Either because of bad association or because of his failure to control his senses, then such a person will certainly develop a personality full of material miseries, material desires. He thus becomes miserly uh, toward others, greedy, and always anxious to exploit the bodies of women. When the mind is so polluted, one becomes violent and aggressive. And without the authority of Vedic injunctions, slaughters innocent animals for sense gratification. Worshipping ghosts and spirits, the bewildered person falls fully into the grip of unauthorized activities and thus goes to hell, where he receives a material body infected by the darkest modes of nature. In such a degraded body, he unfortunately continues to perform inauspicious activities that greatly increase his future unhappiness and therefore he gain he again accepts a similar material body what possible happiness can there be for one who engages in activities inevitably terminating in death mm. so what happens at death how he goes to hell hmm? That is described here. Thus, the man who engaged with uncontrolled senses in maintaining a family dies in great grief. Seeing his relatives crying, he dies most pathetically in great pain and without consciousness. At death, he sees the messengers of the Lord of Death come before him, their eyes full of wrath, and in great fear he passes stool and urine. So this is also been described by Ajamil when he saw the Yamadutas. Hmm? Very, very frightened. But of course he called for his son, his name is Narayan, Sheikh eventually. But not everyone does that, you know. So they see the Yamadutas. Hmm? As a criminal is arrested for punishment by the constables of the state, a person engaged in criminal sense gratification is similarly arrested by the Yamadutas, 
who bind him by the neck with strong rope and cover his subtle body so that he may undergo severe punishment so you see they give him another kind of a body huh that means they take with him the soul the mind the intelligence and the ego huh? so all these three subtle bodies are covered with another gross body which is not actually like ours which can endure a lot of severe punishment i mean they may cut the person head but still he will not die or they will pull him apart he will not die or they pull all his intestine out he will not die you know so that is how the special body works while carried by the constables of yamraj he is overwhelmed and trembles in their hands while passing on the road he is bitten by dogs and he can remember the sinful activities of his life he is thus terribly distressed so here the lord makes him remember his all his sinful activities while passing on the road is bitten by dogs and actually not only that you know it's, you can see how it is described under the scorching sun the criminal has to pass through roads of hot sand with forest fires on both sides he is whipped back by the constables because of his inability to walk and he is afflicted by hunger and thirst but unfortunately there is no drinking water or shelter and no place for rest on the road this so he is made to walk and when he cannot walk when he faints he is bitten and there is no water for drinking shelter no place for rest on the road see how he is dragged huh the road is burning hot and dogs are behind biting him i don't think this is a very nice scene huh? under the scorching sun the criminal has to pass through roads of hot sun uh, with forest fires on both sides he is whipped on the back by the constables because of his inability to walk and he is afflicted by hunger and thirst but unfortunately there is no drinking water no shelter and no place for rest of for rest on the road hey scorching sun whipped burning fire hot sun i don't think this is very nice hmm? while passing on that road to the abode of yamaraj he falls down in fatigue and sometimes he becomes unconscious but he is forced to rise again in this way he is very quickly brought into the presence of yamaraj hmm although the journey is very short very quick but it looks like millions of years you know because he's suffering see that he has to pass 99000 yojanas within two or three moments and then he is at once engaged in the torturous punishment which is which he is destined to suffer so then Seven hundred ninety-two thousand miles. 
he has to go. And then he comes in front of Yamaraj for the punishment. He is placed in the midst of burning pieces of wood and his limbs are set on fire. In some cases, he is made to eat his own flesh or have it eaten by others. See, this is one part of hell. Huh? Uh, different, different punishments are there. He entrails and pulled, he, his entrails are pulled out by the hounds and vultures of hell, even though he is still alive to see it, and he is subjected to torment by serpents, scorpions, gnats, and other creatures that bite him. Next, his limbs are lobbed off and torn as asunder by elephants. He is hurdled down from hilltops and he is also held captive either in water or in a cave. So these all are different, different punishments in different hands. Men and women whose lives are built upon indulgence in illicit sex life are put into many kinds of miserable conditions. In the hells known as uh, Tamisra, uh, Andha Tamisra, and uh, Rorava. Lord Kapila continued, My dear mother, it is sometimes said that we experience hell or heaven on this planet, for hellish punishments are sometimes visible on this planet also. So just to make people understand that, you know, that not only you go to hell, you see, you sometimes see this hellish situation here itself. Hmm. Some people who are supposed to be born as animals, they are taken birth as human, you know, some big head or sometimes small head, children you have seen. Hmm. It's all to show us that, look, don't mess around. Hmm? After leaving this body, the man who maintained himself and his family members by sinful activities suffers a hellish life and his relatives suffer also. Hmm. Not that his relatives are free, you know. Hmm? He goes alone to the darkest region of hell after quitting the present body and the money he acquired by envying other living entities is the passage money with which he leaves this world. Thus, by the arrangement of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the maintainer of kinsmen is put into a hellish condition to suffer for his sinful activities, like a man who has lost his wealth. Therefore, a person who is very eager to maintain his family and kinsmen simply by black methods certainly goes to the darkest region of hell, which is known as Andha Tamisra.
So, you see here, the name of hell is also mentioned. It is not imaginary. Hmm? Having gone through all the miserable hellish conditions and having passed in a regular order through the lowest forms of animal life prior to human birth and having thus been purged of his sins, one is reborn again as a human being on this earth. And you see how long it takes if you go down the hellish route, now that immediately you come back as human being. You have to go through the lower forms of animal life and slowly, slowly, slowly come again back to human life. I, I don't think this is very good business. Is it? Hmm? So next we will try to find out where are these hellish planets situated? Hmm? So this question was asked by Parikshit Maharaj. King Parikshit inquired from Shukdev Goswami, My dear Lord, are the hellish regions outside the universe, within the covering of the universe, or in the different places on this planet? The great sage Shukdev Goswami answered, All the hellish planets are situated in the intermediate space between the three worlds and the Garbodak Ocean. They, li they lie on the southern side of the universe beneath Bhumandal and slightly above the water of Garbodak Ocean. Pitralok is also located in this region between the Gar Garbodok, Garbodak Ocean and the lower planetary systems. All the residents of Pitralok, headed by Agnes Vata meditate in great samadhi on the Supreme Personality of Godhead and always wish their families well. The king of the Pitas is Yamraj, the very powerful son of the sun god. He resides in Pitralok with his personal assistance and while abiding by the rules and regulations set down by the Supreme Lord, has his agents, the Yamdutas, bring all the sinful men to him immediately upon their, upon their death. After bringing them within his jurisdiction, he properly judges them according to their specific sinful activities and sends them to one of the many hellish planets for suitable punishments. So you can see how Yamaraj he conducts his uh, activities. He is actually in the Pitralok. And Pitralok is also a planet of full enjoyment. It's not a hellish planet, no? And there Stop. he gives judgment and sends them to 21 or 28 of this hellish planet. Can you read? Oh, yeah. Some authorities say that there is a total of 21 hellish planets and some say 28. My dear king, I shall outline all of them according to their names, forms and symptoms. The names of the different kind, different hells are as follows. Tamisra, Andhata Misra, Rora, Rorava, Maharorava, 
कुंभी पाका काला सूत्र असी पत्रवना पत्रवना सुखर सुखरा मुखा अंधा अंधा कूपा क्रमी भोजना संदामशा तप्ता सूरमी व्रजा कंतका शालमली वेतारणी पुयोदा प्राणा रोधा विशासना लाला भक्सा सारम्य यादना अविची अविसी अया पाना कशारा करदना करदमा रक्षोगना भोजना शूला प्रोता दन दक्षुका अवतार निरोधना निरोधना पर्यावर्तना एंड सुसी मुखा ऑल दिस प्लैनेट्स आर मेंट फॉर पनिशिंग द लिविंग एंटिटीज थैंक यू वृंदा माता जी दिव्या माता जी प्लीज कंटिन्यू हरे कृष्णा दिव्या माता जी हरे कृष्णा प्रभु जी हरे कृष्णा माय डियर किंग अ पर्सन हु अप्रोप्रिएट्स अनदर्स लेजिटिमेट वाइफ चिल्ड्रन और मनी इज अरेस्टेड एट द टाइम ऑफ डेथ बाय द फियर्स मधुतास हु बाइंड हिम विद द रोप ऑफ टाइम एंड फोर्सिबली थ्रो हिम इनटू द हेलिश प्लैनेट नोन एज ताम तामिसरा ऑन दिस वेरी dark planet the sinful man is chastised by the yam yamadutas who beat and rebuke him he is starved and he is given no water to drink thus the wrathful assistance of yamaraja causes him severe suffering and sometimes he faints from their chastisement the destination of a person who slyly cheats another man and enjoys his wife and children is a hell known as andat andatamisra there his condition is exactly like that of a tree being chopped at its root even before reaching andatamisra the sinful living being is subjected to various extreme miseries these afflictions are so severe that he loses his intelligence and sight it is for this reason that the learned sages call this hell andatamisra a person who accepts his body as his self works very hard day and night for money to maintain his own body and the bodies of his wife and children while working to maintain himself and his family he may commit violence against other living entities such a person is forced to give up his body and his family at the time of death when he suffers the reaction for his envy of other creatures by being thrown into the hell called raurava in this life an envious person commits violent acts against many living entities therefore after his death when he is taken to hell by amaraja those living entities who were hurt by him appear as animals called rurus to inflict very severe pain upon him 
learned scholars call this hell raurava not generally seen in this world the ruru is more envious than a snake punishment in the hell called maharaurava is compulsory for a person who maintains his own body by hurting others in this hell ruru animals known as kravyada torment him and eats eat his flesh the animalistic person who lives simply in the bodily concept okay for the maintenance of their bodies and the satisfaction of their tongues cruel persons cook poor animals and birds alive such persons are condemned even by man eaters in their next lives they are carried by the yamadutas to the hell known as kumbhi paka where they are cooked in boiling oil the killer of a brahmana is put into the hell known as kala sutra which has a circumference of 80000 miles and which is made entirely of copper heated from below by fire and from above by the scorching sun the copper surface of this planet is extremely hot thus the murderer of a brahmana suffers from being burned both internally and externally internally he is burning with hunger and thirst and externally he is burning from the scorching heat of the sun and the fire beneath the copper surface therefore he sometimes lies down sometimes sits sometimes stands up and sometimes runs here and there he must suffer in this way for as many thousands of years as there are hairs on the body of an animal can you imagine that hmm? for those who want to kill animals hmm? yes if a person deviates from the path of the vedas in the absence of an emergency the servants of amaraja put him into the hell called asipatravana where they beat him up with whips when he runs hither and thither fleeing from the extreme pain on all sides he runs into palm trees with leaves like sharpened swords thus injured all over his body and fainting at every step he cries out oh what shall i do now how shall i be saved this is how one suffers who deviates from the accepted religious principles can you imagine this hmm people who say we got no time ah huh? in his next life a sinful king or governmental representative who punishes an innocent person or who inflicts corporal punishment upon a brahmana is taken by the yamadutas to the hell named Su- suka ramukha where the most powerful assistants of amaraja crush him exactly as one crushes sugarcane to squeeze out the juice the sinful living entity cries very pitiably and faints just like an innocent man undergoing punishments this is the result of punishing a faultless person See how dangerous it is. Hmm. By the arrangement of the supreme lord, low-grade living beings like bugs and mosquitoes suck the blood of human beings and other animals. 
such insignificant creatures are unaware that their bites are painful to the human being however first class human beings brahmanas kshatriyas and vaishyas are developed in consciousness and therefore they know how painful it is to be killed a human being endowed with knowledge certainly commits sin if he kills or torments insignificant creatures who have no discrimination the supreme lord punishes such a man by putting him into the hell known as andakupa where he is attacked by all the birds and beasts reptiles mosquitoes lice worms flies and any other creatures he tormented during his life they attack him from all sides robbing him of the pleasure of sleep unable to rest he constantly wanders about in the darkness thus in andakupa his suffering is just like that of a creature in the lower species A person is considered no better than a crow if after receiving some food he does not divide it among guests, guests, old men and children, but simply eats it himself or if he eats it without performing the five kinds of sacrifice. After death, he is put into the most abominable hell known as Krimi Bhojana. In that hell is a lake, uh, one lakh yojanas, 800,000 miles wide and filled with worms he becomes a worm in that lake and feeds on the worms on the other worms there who also feed on him unless he atones for his actions before his death such a sinful man remains in the hellish lake of krimi bojana for as many years as there are yojanas in the width of the lake My dear king, a person who in the absence of an emergency robs a brahmana or indeed anyone else of his germs and gold is put into a hell known as Sandamamsa. There his skin is torn and separated by red hot iron balls and tongs. In this way, his entire body is cut to pieces. A man or woman who indulges in sexual intercourse with an earth unworthy member of the opposite sex is punished after death by the assistance of yamaraja in the hell known as tapta surmi there such men and women are beaten with whips the man is forced to embrace a red hot iron form of a woman and the woman is forced to embrace a similar form of a man such is a punishment for illicit sex a person who indulges in sex indiscriminately even with animals is taken after death to the hell known as vajrakantaka salmali in this hell there is a silk cotton tree full of thorns as strong as thunderbolts the agents of amaraja hang the sinful man on the tree and pull down him pull him down forcibly so that the thorns very severely tear his body a person who is born into a responsible family such as a kshatriya a member of royalty or a government servant but who neglects to execute his prescribed duties according to religious principles 
and who thus becomes degraded falls down at the time of death into the river of hell known as Vaitarini. This river, which is a moat surrounding hell, is full of ferocious aquatic animals. When a silver man is thrown into the river Vaitarini, the aquatic animals there immediately begin to eat him. But because of this, of his extremely sinful life, he does not leave his body. He constantly remembers his sinful activities and suffers terribly in that river, which is of full of stool, urine, pus, blood, hair, nails, bones, marrow, flesh, and fat. The shameless husbands of low-born Sudra women live exactly like animals and therefore they have no good behavior, cleanliness or regulated life. After death, such persons are thrown into the hell called Puyoda where they are put into an ocean filled with pus, stool, urine, mucus, saliva and similar things. Sudras who could not improve themselves fall into that ocean and are forced to eat those disgusting things. If in this life, a man of the higher classes, Brahmana, Kshatriya and Vaishya is very fond of taking his pet dogs, mules or asses into the forest to hunt and kill animals unnecessarily, he is placed after death into the hell known as Prana Rodha. There, the assistants of Yamaraja make him their targets and pierce him with arrows. A person who, is, who in this life is proud of his eminent position and who heedlessly sacrifices animals simply for material prestige is put into the hell called Visasana after death. There the assistants of Yamaraja kill him after giving him unlimited pain. If a foolish member of the twice-born classes, Brahmana, Kshatriya and Vaishya, forces his wife to drink his semen out of a lusty desire to keep her under control, he is put after death into the hell known as Lala Bhaksham. There he is thrown into the flowing river of semen, which he is forced to drink. In this world, some persons are professional plunderers who set fire to others, houses, others' houses, or administer poison to them. Also, members of the royalty or government officials sometimes plunder mercantile men by forcing them to pay income tax and by other methods. After death, such demons are put into the hell known as Saramiya Dana. On that planet, there are 720 dogs with teeth as strong as thunderbolts under the orders of the agents of Yamaraja, these dogs voraciously devour such sinful people. A person who in this life bears false witness or lies while transacting business or giving charity is severely punished after death by the agents of Yamaraja. Such a sinful man is taken to the top of a mountain 800 miles high and thrown head first into the hell known as Avichimat. This hell has no shelter and is made of strong stone resembling the waves of water. 
there is no water there however and thus it is called avichimat waterless although the sinful man is repeatedly thrown from the mountain and his body broken into tiny pieces he still does not die but continuously suffers chastisement thank you mataji very much um um gopishur mataji kindly continue Any Brahmana or Brahmana's wife who drinks liquor is taken by the agents of Yamaraj to the hell known as Ayahpana. This hell also awaits any Kshatriyas, Vaishya or person under a vow who in illusion drinks Somarasa. In Ayahpana, the agents of Yamaraj stand on their chests and pour hot melted iron into their mouths. a low born and abominable person who in this life becomes falsely proud thinking i am great and who thus fails to show proper respect to one more elevated than he by birth austerity education behavior caste or spiritual order is like a dead man even in this lifetime and after death he is thrown head first into the hell known as kshara Sharakardama. There he must suffer great tribulation at the hands of agents of Yamaraj. There are men and women in this world who sacrifice human beings to Bhairava or Bhadrakali and then eat their victims' flesh. Those who perform such sacrifices are taken after death to the abode of Yamaraja. where their victims haven't take the form of rakshasas cut them to pieces with sharp swords just as in this world the man eaters drank their victims blood dancing and singing in jubilation their victims now enjoy drinking the blood of the sacrificers and celebrating in the same way In this life some people give shelter to animals and birds that come to them for protection in the village or forest and after making them believe that they will be protected such people pierce them with lances or threads and play with them like toys giving them great pain after death such people are brought by the assistance of yamaraj to the hell known as shulaprota where their bodies are pierced with sharp needle like lances they suffer from hunger and thirst and sharp beaked birds such as vultures and herons come at them from all sides to tear at their bodies tortured and suffering they can then remember the sinful activities they committed in the past those who in this life are like envious serpents always angry and giving pain to other living entities fall after death in death into the hell known as dandashuka my dear king in this hell there are serpents with five or seven hoods these serpents eat such sinful persons just as snakes eat mice those who in this life confine other living entities in dark wells granaries or mountain caves are put after death into the hell known as avatanirodhana 
There, they themselves are pushed into dark wells where poisonous fumes and smoke suffocate them and they suffer very severely. A householder who receives guests or visitors with cruel glances as if to burn them to ashes is put, in the, is put into the hell called Prayavartana where he is gazed at by hard-eyed vultures, herons, crow crows and similar birds which suddenly swoop down and pluck out his eyes with great force. One who in this world or this life is very proud of his wealth always thinks, I am so rich, who can equal me? His vision is twisted and he is always afraid that someone will take his wealth. Indeed, he even suspects his superiors. His face and heart dry up at the thought of losing his wealth. And therefore, he always looks like a wretched friend. Wretched fian. He is not in any way able to obtain actual happiness and he does not know what it is to be free from anxiety. Because of the sinful things he does to earn money, augment with his wealth and protect it, he is put into the hell called Suchi Mukha, where the officials of Yamaraj punish him by stitching thread through his entire body like weavers manufacturing cloth. My dear King Parikshit, in the province of Yamaraj, there are hundreds and thousands of hellish planets. The impious people I have mentioned, and also those I have not mentioned, must all enter these various planets according to the degree of their impiety. Those who are pious, however, enter other planetary systems, namely the planets of the demigods. Nevertheless, both the pious and impious are again brought to earth after the results of their pious or impious acts are exhausted. So this is the situation. They go sometime to the heaven, sometime they come to hell. This way the living entities are transmigrating perpetually. Hmm. So yes. therefore this explains that if you take up the spiritual program, hmm, then you don't have to come back to this material world again. Although not having fully realized Krishna, persons who have even once surrendered completely unto his lotus feet and who have become attracted to his name, form, qualities and pastimes are completely freed of all sinful reactions for they have thus accepted the true method of atonement. Just a minute. Uh, sorry, Prabhu. 
Even in dreams, such surrendered souls do not see Yamaraj or his order carriers who are equipped with ropes to bind the sinful. So this is the, the, the cure for everything. If simply if you take up the chanting of Krishna's name, then even in dreams, you do not see Yamaraj or his order carriers who are equipped with ropes to bind the sinful. So the only way out of this whole thing is to chant Krishna's name. And if you don't do that, then it's going to be, you know, as Yamaraj says, Yamaraj hmm, told his servants, don't go to where the devotees are, no? Yes, Prabhu. Right? Yes, Prabhu. My dear servants, please do not approach such devotees, for they have fully surrendered to the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. They are equal to everyone, and their narrations are sung by the demigods and the inhabitants of Siddhaloka. Please do not even go near them. They are always protected by the club of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and therefore Lord Brahma and I even the and I and even the time factor are not competent to chastise them. Paramahamsas are exalted persons who have no taste for material enjoyment and who, and who drink the honey of the Lord's lotus feet. My dear servants, bring to me for punishment only persons who are averse to the taste of that honey, who do not associate with Paramahamsas and who are attached to family life and worldly enjoyment, which form the path to hell. My dear servants, please bring to me only those sinful persons who do not use their tongues to chant the holy name and qualities of Krishna, whose hearts do not remember the lotus feet of Krishna even once, and whose heads do not bow down even once before Lord Krishna. Send me those who do not perform their duties towards Vishnu, which are the only duties in human life. Please bring me all such fools and rascals. So therefore, if you chant Krishna's name, then you are, you don't have to see hell even in dreams. But if you do not chant Krishna's name, then situation is very pathetic. Whether you agree or you don't agree, the time of death going to be the judgment? Yes? Yes, Prabhu. Hmm? So if you are prepared to take the risk, I mean, we have also taken the risk many times. It's not that this is the first time you're going to make a journey to hell. We have been there many times also. So if you want to come out of this mess, then there's no other way than taking shelter of the holy name of the Lord. Yes, Prabhu. You do that, then Krishna declares, no? 
for him who calls me, then I am uh, going to give him all protection. Hmm? Yes, Prabhupada. It is my vow that if only if one only once seriously surrenders unto me, saying, My dear Lord, from this day I am yours, and prays to me for fearlessness. I shall immediately award fearlessness to that person, and he will always remain safe from that time on. Hmm. This is the guarantee the Lord is giving. Yes. And it doesn't require nothing. You just have to use the mouth and open and say, Hare Krishna. Yes, with all humility. Otherwise, whether you believe there's heaven or you don't believe there's hell, that is not for you to say. Correct? Yes, Prabhu. Hearing from all these statements, I don't think this is fiction. That's why there's now Kapila also says sometimes heaven and hellish planet are also visible here in earth. Correct? Yes, Prabhu. Mm. So to teach us and don't make a mess. Education is so important. So Krishna is trying to educate us. Try to teach us. Please, you don't make this mistake again and again. And those people who are envious, Krishna said, I cast them to lower and lower species where they remain perpetually. There are many lower species also. Hmm? Yes, Prabhu. Are there not lower species? Yes, Prabhu. Do you want to end up in such species? No, Prabhu. Krishna is giving warning. Those who are envious and mischievous. Ah. So please try to learn. Some people will not learn. Some people have to go through to learn. They are not intelligent. But those who learn by hearing, they are most intelligent. Yes? Yes, Prabhu. Mm. So, okay, I have explained at length heaven, hell. Hmm? Don't think that you go to heaven is all enjoyment. Even in uh, he heaven. Yeah. Even in heaven also, there's always... Uh, hmm? See? One cannot find permanent happiness even on the heavenly planets which one can attain in the next life by ritualistic ceremonies and sacrifices. Even in material heaven, the living entity is disturbed by rivalry with his equals and envy of those superior to him. And since one's residence in heaven is finished with the exhaustion of pious fruitive activities, the denizens of heaven are afflicted by fear, anticipating the destruction of their heavenly life. Thus, they resemble kings who, though enviously admired by ordinary citizens, are constantly harassed by enemy kings and who therefore never attain actual happiness. So there's no happiness even in heaven. Hmm. Yes, Prabhu. 
So the only way we can get out of all this mess is to go back to the spiritual world. The spiritual world is called Vaikuntha, where once going, Krishna says, you never come back again. Hmm? Yes, Prabhu. Once you go to the spiritual world, you never return again. Hmm? Yes, Prabhu. Yes. Correct? Yes, Prabhu. Yes, here. Yagatva na nirvartante taddamam paramam mama. That supreme abode of mind is not illuminated by the sun or moon, nor by fire or electricity. Those who reach it never return to this material world. So that is the spiritual world. So why not work for this rather than trying to enjoy at a very, what we say, risky consequence? Padam padam vipadam na tesham. Material world is dangered every step. Yes. Yes. Yes, Prabhu. So, if we have any questions, I hope you understood this heaven and hell program. Yes. Yes, Prabhu. Um, I completely demystified our general understanding on hell and heaven, uh, like what the folklore or the pre prejudices that we had during our upbringing. So definitely this is uh, quite very insightful and very granular, very systematically explained. Every um, types of uh, health and even heaven is uh, completely covered. So all these are there in the Bhagavadam. Hmm? Yeah. So if you read the whole Bhagavadam, you get so much information. Absolutely. It's not some book that you could do, you know, <laughs> some kind of a story book or something. Huh? Yeah. So, any, so any anybody other have questions? Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, Hare Krishna Prabhuji, I offer my humble, uh, respectful obeisances unto you. Uh, Prabhuji, um, yes. After means in hell, do we have uh, which kind of bodies like um, physical bodies like in this um, when in life we have same body or different kind of body to bear those tortures? No, different different kind of bodies. Hmm? They have a special body, you know, you cover you, and that body can endeavor so much pain that you will not die, you know. And they can okay. cut your head and you still sleep and they put the head back and cut again and put back and cut again and put back the pain that you made to suffer. That's what it is all about. You understand? Yes. I don't think this is a fun place, no? No, Prabhuji. So at least mm -hmm. in my lifetime, I might have gone to hell so many times. Every one of us has gone there many times. You understand? Okay. okay. But we don't remember. We don't remember don't anything. Remember. The moment you come out of your 
mother's womb you don't remember while you are in the womb you are made to remember if you are lucky hmm? yes okay yes please so now you are reminded yes yes now do you don't remember if you don't come in contact with the devotees you won't remember all these things yes yes prabhu ji hmm because of devotee association you are seeing the whole picture now what is heaven what is hell how you are going through all these things yes yes but if you don't come in contact you will never know like many people correct yes prabhu ji but some mm. people will be like okay i mean what happens next we don't even remember anything so whatever is happening right now we have to follow that only in that way they think what should be our answer to them like means after leaving the body next life what happens to us we don't why you send also. why you send why you send your children out to school why okay. you don't remember anything or you live like an animal eat and sleep but why you send why you save money why you you know buy insurance why why do all this kind of things to what safeguard your interest right yes 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 from so why don't you understand that there is also other life that is intelligence you understand you are okay. so concerned yes. in this life to protect all your necessities wealth health and so many things huh correct yes so you cannot understand there is a next life hmm that means you are not intelligent yes yes prabhu ji hmm. and even this life how much you try also you cannot save yourself correct yes hmm yes or not yes prabhu ji so people should to be taught not that they are you know yes because they can see only they do they prepare themselves no you cannot see many things many things you cannot see you have to hear correct yes mm. and also yeah. in this it is mentioned like uh, whoever tell lies for their business purpose also they will be going to hell so means business in generally lies are prominent to make profit out of it so so they will also go to hell if they give some reserve to krishna yes okay that's why krishna say whatever you do all that you give away you have to give it to me as an offering to me correct just yes, like Papa food Ji. we eat food also is contaminated if you eat you get sick correct but we offer to krishna yes yes mm so when we offer to krishna we purify the the whole uh, you know activity so therefore krishna is so important that's why to become krishna conscious is very very important Hmm. Otherwise, there is no safeguard. Who can save you? That's why Krishna says, "Surrender every day. Sarva Dharma Parityaja. Surrender, abandon all varieties of religion, and surrender unto me. I will take care of your all your sinful reaction." Yes. Yes. Hmm. 
So there's a heavy price to pay. We don't know when, what time we have done all these sins, you know. Huh? Some are in stock, some are coming, waiting to appear, some are in seed form, some are manifesting. Huh? So all yes. these things get wiped out the moment we take to Krishna consciousness. And then... Krishna consciousness is so important. Actually, there's only thing to do. There's no other thing to do. Yes? Yes, Prabhuji. You think there's any other sensible thing to do? No. Huh? I don't think so. I think there's only one thing to do. That is to become devotee of Krishna. Yes? Yes, Prabhuji. And... Well, also, well. Prabhuji, uh, one of my friends, I tried to instruct her, but she blocked me. Mm. I mean, what will happen? It means about Krishna only I was saying, but she was not able to uh, understand that consciousness. So, what will happen to that kind of people? Well, whatever she has heard, you know, will definitely be a plus point. Next time she will meet someone and you know maybe get to hear a bit more correct so no loss you know can you read this yes for those who are engaged in the devotional service of the supreme personality of godhead all sinful reactions whether fructified in the stock or in the form of his seed gradually vanish Therefore, the purifying potency of uh, devotional service is very strong and it is called Pavitram Uttamam, the purest. Uttamam means transcendental. Tamas means this material world or darkness and Uttamam means that which is transcendental to material activities. Devotional activities are never to be considered material. Although sometimes it appears that devotees are engaged just like ordinary men. One who can see and is familiar with devotional service will know that they are not material activities. They are all spiritual and devotional, uncontaminated by the material modes of nature. It is said that the execution of devotional service is so perfect that one can perceive the results directly. This direct result is actually perceived and we have practical experience that any person who is chanting the holy names of Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. In course of chanting without offenses, feels some transcendental pleasure and very quickly becomes purified of all material contamination. This is actually seen. Furthermore, if one engages devotion, not only in hearing but in trying to broadcast the message of devotional activities as well, or if he engages himself in helping the missionary activities of Krishna consciousness, he gradually feels spiritual progress. This advancement in spiritual life does not depend on any kind of previous education or qualification. This method itself is so pure that by simply engaging in it, one becomes pure. In the Vedanta Sutra 3.2.26, this is also described in the following words. Devotional service is so potent that simply by engaging in the activities of devotional service, one becomes enlightened without a doubt. A practical example of this can be seen in the previous life of Narada, who in that life happened to be the son of a maidservant. 
he had no education nor was he born into a high family but when his mother was engaged in serving great devotees narada also became engaged and sometimes in the absence of his mother he would serve the great devotees himself narada personally says in this verse from shrimad bhagavatam 1.5.25 narada describes his previous life to his disciple vyasadeva he says that while engaged as a boy servant for those purified devotees during the four months of their stay he was intimately associating with them sometimes those sages left remnants of food on their dishes and the boy who would wash their dishes wanted to taste the remnants and so he asked the great devotees for their permission and when he, when they gave it narada ate those remnants and consequently became freed from all sinful reactions as he went on eating he gradually became as pure hearted as the sages the great devotees relished the taste of unceasing devotional service to the lord by hearing and chanting and narada gradually developed the same taste narada says further okay so you can see how pure the devotional service is eh? just by taking up the program you get free from all sinful reaction hmm? yes yes prabhu so there is no other no other way I, that's why those who can become devotee they are most fortunate businesses i don't think you want to go the other way no? even try to enjoy in heaven or even trying to go to hell i think this is simply a wasting time program yes yes mm. so therefore it is advised one should very quickly soon as possible take up the process of chanting krishna's name yes any other questions uh, hari krishna prabhu ji yes Uh, how can a devotee help already a departed uh, soul of any of his family what again how you can benefit those uh, how a devotee uh, who are already left uh, left their bodies and who have mm. committed sins uh, can a devotee mm. help such a departed soul in yes. any way yes the moment your devotee chants krishna's name he delivers 21 generations who have departed forefathers father father like this and those who are going to come again in the future 21 generation below just by one person chanting uh, yes that is uh, like uh, for a pure devotee like pralad maharaj right prabhu ji for a devotee who still has anandas and all But that anyone who chants also... Krishna's name, anyone oh. who chants Krishna's name under the direction of a pure devotee, then he is also given that facility. Like now, yes. if you take shelter of Prabhupada and he asks you to chant sixteen rounds properly, then you are also given the facility. Okay, Prabhuji, thank you so much. Okay. Understand? Because you are taking shelter of a pure devotee, yes. Krishna also yes. sees that. Hmm? Mm. Yes. 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 Yes.
So Krishna no. will help you when you follow the footsteps of a pure devotee. Hmm? No, okay, Prabhuji. Correct. Yeah, got it, Prabhuji. Thank you. So it says here, the moment you take shelter of a pure devotee, Krishna helps. Hmm? So you can read. Oh Lord, who resemble the shining sun, you are always ready to fulfill the desire of your devotee and therefore you are known as a desire tree, Vancha Kalapataru. Where, uh, when Acharyas completely take shelter under your lotus feet in order to cross the fierce ocean of nascence, they leave behind on earth the method by which they cross, and and because and because you are very merciful to your to your other devotees, you accept this method to help them. Hmm? Yeah, yes, yes, Prabhuji. Mm. So you must take shelter of a pure devotee like you. Then yes, Krishna is obligated. Mm. Yes, Prabhuji. Mm. Mm. But you don't take shelter of Prabhupada, then you try to swim on your own. Then I don't know. Mm. Huh? Yes, Prabhuji. You can try. Yes? Yeah, yeah, sure, Prabhuji. You understand? That's why taking shelter of a pure devotee is very, very essential. Mm. Hmm? Correct? Yes, Prabhuji. Any other questions? Uh, Prabhuji, in these many lifetimes of ours, have we ever been a Brahma also? Could be. I don't know. <laughs> because all the times, is it like we were doing only sins in our previous lives? There was no pure time like when we fall down for the first time. We were not pure. Actually, they say that when you fall down, you fall down and you become a Brahma first. Okay. And then if you fail as a Brahma to go back, then you go down and down and down. Hmm? Understand? Okay. Yes, Papuji. So it's even nice being you. as Brahma hmm? also, we can fail. So even being as Brahma also, we can fail. There That's is why Brahma is saying, even if I have to take life in any life, let it be always to be able to remember your lotus feet. Hmm? Okay. Correct? Why is he praying like that? If he cannot go back. I mean, he can go back already. Of course, generally he goes back. 
But if he doesn't go back, then he also saying, if I, if I have to fall down again, I only wish that I can only be remembering your lotus feet. Yes, if I have to take any breath. Yeah, correct? Yes, probably. So why is he saying like that? I mean, there are chances. Is it not? Yes. Material world, there's no guarantee anything can happen. Yes or not? Yes, Prabhuji. And now, just see, uh, Bharat Maharaj, he was so much son of son of the Lord. Correct? Was he not the son of the Lord? Hmm? Yes. And he felt he had to take three births to go back? Hmm? Yes or not? Yes, Prabhuji. Hmm? So, I think this material world is a dangerous place. You cannot for sure. That's why the devotees are saying, if I go back, I don't go back. Never mind. I only want to serve your lotus feet. Understand? Huh? Yes. So this is not, a, you know, something that you... Because Krishna guarantees you. But again, Krishna can also say, okay, you take again birth. Then what do you want to do? Fight with Krishna. Huh? No. Uh, but, Yes. Yes or not? Yes, Prabhuji. So we should just surrender, you know, whatever. Hmm? Yes, Prabhuji. And oh. one more doubt related to this, like um, Haridas Thakur was known as like Brahma incarnation. When Brahma is already present, how incarnation uh, comes? Means to parallelly same. No, Yamaraj, he took birth again here as Vidura, no? So somebody else uh, managed the place for him. Understand? So when... Until he come back. That time is very short, you know. Understand? Yes. Even Brahma comes here, you know, one second, one year gone, no? Huh? Yes. Understand? So he may be seeing like he's here for what? 50, 60 years or something. But that time is 50 seconds, you know. What is that 50 seconds in Brahma Loka? Hmm? Okay. Huh? He came back. After stealing all the cows and the coward boys, Brahma was suspicious. He just came back within a second and one year has passed here. Huh? Yes? Yes, Prabhuji. Hmm. So, there's no, you know, time is different, you know. Hmm? Okay. Understand? Yes, yes, Prabhuji. So, so it's not so relevant, no? Hmm? So, let us become very serious, you know, take up this process very seriously. With the help of a very powerful spiritual master as Srila Prabhupada hmm? and make our life successful. Hmm? So that is there in 92458, is it? Quoted. 
The Supreme Personality of Godhead. The purpose. I began his life as Brahma and gradually degraded to the status of an or a worm in stool. Hmm? Yes? Yes. Hmm. So there is no guarantee in this material world. Yes? Yes, Prabhuji. I don't think it is a very nice place here. So you are fortunate, every one of you are fortunate. Better take good, uh, what do you say, best use of a bad bargain. Hmm? Yes. Become serious and go home back to Godhead. Hmm? Yes, Prabhuji. Correct? Yes. Hmm. A waste of our time here, you know. No matter how much we may be happily situated here, but place is not safe. Oh, Prabhuji, when we want to do it alone, like if I'm following you, so alone myself, I can follow you strictly, whatever you say, and I can do it. But um, means along with others like uh, um, my friends or family or known people, anyone outside, taking them also along with me, it is sometimes very tough, Prabhuji. They don't listen and they just shut the doors on us like that. Means how to preach those kind of people, sometimes insults also. I think you don't worry, you just do your part, you know. Hmm? Whether they come or don't come, it's not in your hands, you know. So you see, uh, my dear Lord, I therefore pray to be so fortunate that in this life as Lord Brahma or in another life, wherever I take my birth, I may be counted as one of your devotees. I pray that wherever I may be, even among animal species, I can engage in devotional service to your lotus feet. Understand? Yes. So Brahma is also not sure whether he's going back or he's going to go down or what, correct? Yes. Yes. So therefore, we have to become very conscious. Krishna assures us, the spiritual master is also assuring us, but still, as Prabhupada said, everyone must fly, you know, flap the wings and fly, right? Yes, you don't Prabhupada. flap your fling wing and fly, then how to go back, correct? Don't fall down. Yes? Yes. Mm. So we have all to become very serious. Spiritual life means we have to be serious. Hmm? We cannot relax and think that is all right. Hmm? Right? Yes, Prabhuji. Hmm. So you preach. If they listen, fine. If they don't listen, not that everybody will listen. Hmm? Correct? Yes. So you help. If he doesn't want to be helped, what can he do? Correct? Yes, Papaji. Uh, we just keep trying. Hmm? Okay. Just like here, we are trying. And how many people are coming? Yes? Yes. Yeah. 
So many, as you said, uh, pretty Goranga, these informations are so overwhelming, correct? Hmm? Yes. How many want to come to listen? Not many? Yes? So yes, Prabhupada. So nonetheless, we carry on doing our service. Hmm? Okay, so anything else to add? Anybody else want to say anything? I have to thank all of you for your very kind participation and encouragement. Nice to be with all of you. Thank you, Prabhu, for your valuable time. Very insightful, really. Hmm. So thank you again, huh? All glories to all of you. All glories to Prabhupada. Hmm? All glories. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much, Prabhu. Please accept my All glories to you, Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you.